starting Saturday at 10 a.m. It's the Modern Rock 500 here at 97X, the 500 top tunes in the history of modern rock, starting at Saturday at 10 a.m. till midnight, Sunday 10 a.m. to midnight, and then uh, 10 o'clock till number one on Monday Memorial Day. Day. It's a fantastic time. It's brought to you by Dickerson Distributing Company, your Oxford Kroger Savon, AG True Value Hardware here at 97X, the future of rock and roll. Dave, yes, you're having another flashback. We're not on the air. We're not on the air? We're, we're not on 97X, the future of rock and roll. We're talking about it yeah. on a podcast mm-hmm. in my basement, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. the Party Dungeon. Yes. Sorry. I do want to know what's number one this year, though, in the Modern Rock 500. You'll have to tune in and see. Yeah, that or was here, a, I should say. A Memorial Day weekend tradition. Mm-hmm. That's right. Modern Rock 500, mm-hmm. as Steve Baker would say. I still have some of the Modern Rock 500 shirts. Yeah, and there are a, a few lists that are available online of, yeah. of different years. And people... Like people were really into that and would, you know, kind of like set their, their tape recorders at that time, cassette recorders or whatever, right. to record the Modern Rock 500. There's a 97X listener, listener named Craig uh, Froley. I, I just remember him, Craig calling in. Um, but he has a whole page that has most of those. It's www.craigfroehle.com. Slash P slash 97X. No, that's certainly easy to remember. <laughs> Rolls right on the tongue. And, and not, never going to be misspelled at all. No, I mean, that's perfect. Yeah. yeah. So if you have any questions, give us a call at 863-565-523-414. From Dayton, slap a 513 in front of either number, and we can give you that email. I mean, that web address again, if you like. Let's let's pause for a moment yeah. and just, like, apologize to the people who had listened to Dayton and had to make a long-distance call. Just to get their, you know, their Depeche Mode played. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel bad for that. Yeah. I mean, if they could hear us, uh-huh. I feel like they shouldn't have to dial long distance. The yeah. station signal was not that long distance. I know. It was unfair. Ma yeah. Bell was just keeping them down in yeah. Dayton. It was the man. Well, well, Dayton's always been the little sister, and that's just another reason for them to feel that way. Mm. What if you were in Eaton, Ohio? Well, it depends on which side of the metropolis of Eaton you lived on. I mean, yeah. Some were 513, some were 937. What if it was over by the uh, the county fairgrounds, which was uh, home of the Preble County Pork Festival, where they'd name a pork queen every year? I forgot about that. That was usually on Julie's Weekend Report. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if I had the right city, but I know there was, like, whatever. It was a Pebble County, yeah. Okay, Pebble there, County yeah, Pork were, Festival. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. they, they have apparently raise a lot of pigs up there. So they'd have an annual pork festival and then they would name a pork queen. Yes. Yeah. It was a highly coveted role. Um, but back to the Modern Rock 500, speaking of highly coveted, that's a, quite a segue. Uh, there's a lot of great bands that were on there, uh, the Modern Rock 500. The shirts are going for like 40 or 50 bucks on eBay. I'm not kidding. You know, if you get a chance, just search WXY or 97X. You'll get a lot of sob things because they had a car, nine, a car called 97X. But there's people selling. One guy sold a used 97X t-shirt from about the mid-90s for $45 that was heavily worn, as he said in his description. <laughs> in other words, translation, it's all pitted out, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's got the, got the deodorant stains in the armpits. Wow, I had yeah. no idea. Yeah. I should have uh, stolen, I mean, uh, accepted more as payment for services rendered yes. when I worked there. Mm-hmm. 97X. <laughs> The future of rock and roll.
we're talking about the, the great bands on Modern Rock 500, there was a bunch of great bands that came by the station. It was really amazing because, like, Oxford is out of the way. Mm-hmm. So you, they had to want to get there. Yeah. But I think that is a tribute to, you know, like the, the maybe not the broad listenership or a large amount of people listening. But, you know, if there was a certain audience you wanted to reach, like 97X was one of those flagship stations where... Uh, record labels would want to get their artists to be on there. Yeah, it started the ball rolling for a lot. Yeah, and so they would, you know, they they'd make their way up to College Corner Pike in Oxford. So I know uh, I remember vividly when Richard Thompson came in and played in the studio. That was my most exciting moment. I would have to say is to have Richard Thompson there playing and telling stories. Phil Manning did that interview, and I wish I had that still. Yeah, yeah, that was a great one. And just like we were outside the studio, you know, glass window or whatever, and just watching the guy's, you know, fingers as he's playing or whatever. And he did that. It was a 57 Vincent, which is my favorite song. He did that live in our studio because that's for that album. And I was just, yeah, that was. Yeah, fantastic. Rumor Inside was the album. That's right. 57 Vincent Black Lightning. Um, There's actually a a wall that a lot, we thought of it later, which we would have thought of it earlier, but there's a wall uh, that the artist would sign when they came by. and we missed some great artists that, that swung by the station, but we're able to capture some other ones. But um, some of the ones I remember, uh, Dave Matthews uh, played live uh, under the table and dreaming. Uh, it was because of Ron Poor Jetson, a former 97X employee that's a big wig at Atlantic Records. You know, all the other big stations were already playing him. He was headlining at Riverbend for his first album. He brought him to 97X, and I, I've always remembered him uh, being true to the roots. Uh, Matthew Sweet, uh, Social Distortion. Yes, I remember them coming in. Yeah. yeah. Now, the guitar player that passed away from cancer, the original guitar player. Dennis Donnell. Yeah, Dennis Donnell. I gave him a Howlin' Wolf uh, double CD set on CD, and he was thanking me like crazy. So he couldn't believe it because he was a big blues guy, and I programmed Blue Monday, and it was it was great. I remember when the Jayhawks came in. Yes. And it was a similar sort of situation where then we, we would have, you know, in the music director's office or whatever, we'd get a lot of promo CDs, mm-hmm. like promotional items. It would say promo item only, not yeah. for sale on the front. And, you know, when bands would come in, so they're like the Jayhawks were kind of, it was Hollywood Town Hall, so I think their second yeah. album. And they came in and we said, well, you know, if you want to take a couple CDs, really? For free? Yeah. Oh, wow, this is great. Yeah. You know, like they're very appreciative of it. So it just goes to show that it was it's kind of cool when you do catch bands on the way up and yeah. I think they are, are less jaded about the whole business. Semisonic came in and we the, the two brothers, Wilson Dan Wilson, yeah. yeah Dan. And, and the other brother. And yeah, Dan, Dan's and his, brother. Yeah, Dan's yeah, brother. That's, that's his official name. It's yeah. on the birth certificate. It's Dan and Dan's brother. Uh, from Minneapolis. Uh, they were in a great band that 97X played before Semisonic called Trip Shakespeare. And I remember them going into the studio and I showed them where the Trip Shakespeare was. You guys play that song for it? You got you're the only ones. I never knew you guys. They were so excited that we played so much uh, Trip Shakespeare. Yeah, yeah. Um, that they were really appreciative. Uh, John well, Lydon, Kim Deal when she was with the Pixies. Greg Dooley from the Afghan Wigs was yes. like a guest DJ one of, yes. during one of my shifts or whatever. So uh, Ann Deal, the breeder of the breeders, uh, would fill in for me on the Breakfast Club with Rick when I was on vacation. <laughs> and then. Uh, I felt like Toad the Wet Sprocket was the house band for 97X for a few years there. <laughs> they were. They would, they would come up all the time. They'd play a gig at Miami University. They'd play on the party patio or do a live session or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then like, it got to the point where it was like almost too big of a crowd to, you know, to get them in there. 
Rex Stardust, lead electric triangle with Toad the Wet Sprocket, has had to have an elbow removed following their recent successful worldwide tour of Finland. And also I have a CD at home of Bare Naked Ladies when they came by and played the party patio when they were bigger and they were playing at Millette Hall and they sing a song about the, was it the Ponderosa that was next door with the yes. All You Can Eat Buffet? Yeah. The yes. Starchomatic Buffet? <laughs> <laughs> Potatoes every way you like it. <laughs> we got them fried, we got them mashed, we got them baked, we got them boiled. <laughs> we got them julienne. All for you. So, um, and they sang a little song about the Ponderosa just off the top of their head. Yeah. That was fantastic. Yeah. We used to uh, go to the Ponderosa occasionally for, for a nice uh, post-breakfast club lunch. Because they sponsored something and we got free. Uh, I think so. Yeah. We'd get, and then we'd hit it hard because oh. like sometimes this is our only meal of the day. Yeah. So like, I think I wore, you know, like baggy pants with like a Ziploc inside. Take a little something from the buffet home with me. Yeah. A little mashed potatoes in the pocket. Never hurt anybody. <laughs> Are those mashed potatoes in your pocket, or, yeah. are, you, or are you just happy to just see me? me. Uh, Mick Jones, uh, he called in. Um, John Hyatt. John, oh, John, John Hyatt, Hyatt was like a regular on The Breakfast Club two yeah. or three times. He yeah. would call in. Um, so the ones who couldn't make it at least would take the time to give us a call, which was, was a fantastic thing. Uh, and and then uh, the best one of all was a, a band that is, I, I think, still on the charts uh, in Finland, Bel Canto. <laughs> Dave, you're, now you're bringing up painful PTSD memories for me. Bel Canta, when Rick Tile and I mm -hmm. were on The Breakfast Club together, and it was a band, is it like male, female, from both. somewhere in Scandinavia. That's correct. And they had a debut album out, and I think we played one song mm -hmm. off the album for a hot minute. Yes. And yet somehow they wound up on the air with us for an hour, yes. like we did four or five breaks with them. Mm -hmm. And it got to the point where it's like, Bel Canto's still here, and we have no idea what to ask them. Because it's like, they had one album, their English was a second language, it was, there was a communication barrier. Yes. And it was riveting radio because I was <laughs> I was in my office listening to it at the time. Phil Manning was with the program. Uh, the program director, Phil Manning, was with the record rep, and I don't think he realized that they were off in some la la land chatting or doing whatever. And you have in the studio this these two people that yes. hardly speak English. Yes, and and no one threw you or Rick Tyler a lifeline, and you guys were sinking fast. <laughs> yes, we were. <laughs> Thanks for, you know, you were listening 20 yeah. feet away. You Actually, I took to a different station. Oh, uh -huh, okay. <laughs> wanted to catch up on the news. Huh? Yes, I did. Yeah, I, was, okay. I wanted to get traffic and weather <laughs> together in the eights. You wanted to get the Butler County Farm Report. Yeah. So, yeah, you tuned into an AM station out of Hamilton. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate it. Well, I had my Bel Canto moment. It was uh, the band called the Rembrandts. Yes. Do you remember them? Yes. And then they, they wound up doing, I mean, it was a song first, and it became adopted as yeah. the theme song for Friends, which everybody knows that song. Yes, and we played it for about a month. And yeah. they, I had to talk to them for 15 minutes about a band who I had nothing to know about or nothing to do with. Or, yeah. And that was, that was a painful 15 minutes of my life, too. Okay. It, it was no Bel Canto, though. So if you are a member of the Rembrandts and would like to tell us what you're doing now, you can certainly email us at 97xwoxy at gmail.com. 
we would love to hear from you. Of course, they're probably in Aruba and they have a home, you know, based on the royalties from that Friends theme song. That, they had to. Yeah. I also interviewed the guy that uh, did Ren and Stimpy. Oh, Billy West. Yeah, Billy yeah, West. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he he autographed the wall and drew a picture of Ren or Stimpy. I mean, nice. he, he wasn't the artist, but. Yeah. Yeah, so. He's yeah. a fantastic character, boys. He, uh, uh, Futurama, he did uh, some of the voices in Futurama as well. I mean, he's one of the, the top animation voices of all time. Um, Lou Reed called in uh, before. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, we had Lou Reed, which was pretty, pretty amazing. That was exciting. I think we do have tape of that. Yeah, he actually he came by the station. I forgot about yeah. that. He actually drove to Oxford before playing a show at Bogart's or the Enormo Dome or wherever he was playing at. <laughs> yeah, we so we do have tape of that. Mm -hmm. But I think there's the Lou Reed that was at the station and then the Lou that called in. Yes. And they might not be the same person. Maybe not. Also, also we. Uh, I remember at one point we had bugged Lou Reed uh, and and put a microphone in his shower. And I think we have tape of that as well too. Of wow. Lou Reed singing in the shower. That's strangely fascinating and creepy at the same time. Hi, and welcome to Lou Reed's bathroom. Why are we here, you ask? Because we want to find out what Lou sings while he takes a shower. Hey, babe, take a walk on the wild side. Lou Reed will be performing live Monday, May 18th at Columbus's Hershon Auditorium, and 97X would like you to be there. In fact, 97X really wants to take care of you. We'll set you up with a limo ride to and from the show, a pair of six-row center seats, and Lou's new CD box set between thought and expression. I'm too sexy for my shower, too sexy for my soap. To register, just be one of the first three callers in on the 97X lines every time you hear a Lou Reed or Velvet Underground song between Monday and Thursday at 5 p.m. That's when we draw the grand prize winner. Remember, you must be 21 years or older to register. Monday, wear the sweater to school. Listen up for Lou Reed or Velvet Underground tunes beginning this Monday. Thanks to Warner Brothers Records and 97X, the future of rock and roll. The best artist that ever played during my time outside of Dave Matthews was Adrian Ballou when he came up and played. Yes. Um, he would stop by the station religiously too. Uh, and he's just an incredibly nice guy. Yeah. One of the nicest men and you call him the nicest man in, in modern rock, right? Yes, he is. And, yeah. and, and there's no doubt about it. And he's also a spectacular guitar player and he's from Covington, Kentucky. And he's now an Academy Award winner. That's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. He, he did the soundtrack or music for a, an animated short film, I believe. Mm -hmm. And it was the first time he'd ever done it. And he went, won an Academy Award. The rundown, it's kind of tie-in. It's kind of interesting note. Adrian Ballou from Northern Kentucky, nicest guy in modern rock, played with the Talking Heads, played with King Crimson, mm -hmm. uh, was in the band The Raisins, which is basically the Psychodots. Oh, he was in The Bears. The Bears, sorry. The Bears. Yeah, The Bears. Which, which was, was The Raisins, Raisins with Adrian. Yes. And then uh, The Raisins turned into The Psychodots. And uh, Psychodots are doing one final show, and they're calling it a career. Yes. I'll be there. How about you? I saw them last year. Okay. So I have another show on Saturday night, so I can't do a double oh, shot. I'm, I'm, I'm over 50 now. Yeah. But I was at their Thanksgiving show last year, uh, and it was fantastic. So, you know, Rob Fetters will probably be doing more stuff on his own. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's actually doing uh, house concerts now. I'm attending one at a Zen center. Uh, we need to do one here at the basement. We should. He should be the first artist live Ooh, to on play our podcast. The, play the party dungeon. Yeah, that's okay. it. Write that down. Okay. Uh, Rob, if you're listening, 97xwxy at gmail.com. Yes. 
Or give us a call at 863-5665 or 523-4114. If you're calling from Dayton, uh, don't bother because it's going to cost too much money. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> email us if you're from Dayton. We'll take the fifth emailer. Yes, we will. I mentioned that we we, we haven't really named the podcast. Like, yeah. What are we going to call this thing? Like, Back to the Future of Rock and Roll mm-hmm. would seem to make the most sense. Yes. But didn't we do a feature back in the day that was Back to the Future was every Friday at, at lunchtime where we'd kind of do retro Yes, we did. Yes, yeah. yeah, we did do that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And we did gridlocks with 2X. And yes. We did dreadlocks. Everything with, was had 2Xs. Yeah. Not, not massive metal for the masses. Uh, we tried. Yeah. We, we did try. <laughs> and we did extra our, beats. Yeah, extra beats. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Blue Monday, we couldn't do it. We really uh, tried, right. tried to do that for. And we had our Friday featured artists for a while. Yeah. What do we do on. Was it lunch Wednesdays with a call in for the lunch on Wednesdays? I think it was. Mm, I don't and, remember. Uh, that. And uh, New Music Tuesdays, I think. Yes. That, that was new yeah, music because Tuesday, Tuesday yeah. used to be album release day mm-hmm. back when albums were a thing. So uh, I, I do remember that. So yeah, we can't do Back to the Future. So I think for our next episode, maybe yeah. we'll talk to you because you, when you were there for a long time, you were in charge of production. So putting together the commercials, yeah. the promos, and things like that. And I'd like to talk about the state-of-the-art equipment that you had in the 97X production studio. Oh, looking forward to it. <laughs> but right now, we do need to get back to music because we are a music station. Uh, we have coming up now, uh, Delamitri Double Shot, followed by uh, Hum. How about some Hum here at 97X, the future of rock and roll? 97X, W-O-X-Y, Oxford, Cincinnati. <laughs> Future of Rock and Roll.